Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to Malapraps and Moxie, another episode. And today I have my good friend, Takobi Hines, with me. Um, Takobi is a good friend that I have gotten to know over the past year, maybe a little over a year, from Enderly Coffee. So say hello. What's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> welcome. And you were fresh out of the coffee shop. Yeah, <laughs> fresh out. Fresh off the truck. Still drinking. Still smell like coffee. Yeah, got the Enderly <laughs> sweater on and everything. I know you really do have the whole uniform and everything. <laughs> um, so Kobe is. Um, do you want me to call you Takobi or Kobe? Um, Honestly, tell me the truth. Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. Okay, good. I know you well enough. You can do that. Okay, so it's for close friends. Yeah. Do you hear that, people? <laughs> it's to Kobe, unless he tells you otherwise. This is true. I feel like I call you Cobes too yeah. when. This one. You, that's how you know we're really friends. Right. Yeah. Okay. I even have you in my phone as Kobe, so I feel good about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, to those who don't know, it's to Kobe Hines um, for me specifically. It's <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> and he works at Enderly Coffee. And today's theme with Malaprops in real life is more geared towards the job that he has now. And I guess if you're out there listening, you could relate this in a way that you move to a new city or you start a new adventure and you think it's going to go one way but you get a job that you didn't expect and it ends up bringing a lot more to life than you thought. So we're going to kind of go on an adventure of how Kobe got here, um, how we found Enderly and we'll go from there. So do you, let's share, I know you, you came from Raleigh, so let's share a little bit about where you came from when you got to Charlotte and kind of when Enderly first got kind of on your radar. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ready, go. Yeah. And Raleigh. I, uh, man, I was just like working like odd jobs. So in school a little bit, didn't really like school. Um, and so got into, <laughs> got same, in, yeah, got into, I worked at a call center so I could make some money, um, was doing a little bit of kind of music with some friends, not that deep into it. Um, and started bagging coffee at a coffee shop in Raleigh mm. um, called Black and White. Um, I don't know if that's cool to do. Absolutely. Give them yeah. some love. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so, Black and White. Yeah, Black and White out in Wake Forest in Raleigh. And so um, just back in coffee. Wasn't necessarily a barista yet, but mm -hmm. I was ringing people up. Yeah. If that counts. Um, You're halfway there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm interacting with customers. Right. <laughs> so um, doing that. Um, and uh, so that that was cool. Um and in the midst of that, I was working at Black and White and at a call center. Got laid off from my call center job. Mm. Started working at Black and White um, and decided to move to Charlotte for just kind of like family reasons. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So that was that was me, at least in Raleigh, Raleigh to Charlotte. And then when did you, when did Enderly come across your radar? Um, so I was connected with a friend here in Charlotte who was kind of helping me transition a little bit. Yeah. And I was going to intern at a place, um, didn't work out with the intern. And the people I was going to intern with had was like, well, I know you worked at Black and White, a mm. coffee shop. Maybe you would like working at a coffee shop here <laughs> in Charlotte. Because um, there are so many. <laughs> yeah. And so they was like, yeah, right down the street, man. Because uh, I was here on the west side living with a family. And uh, they were like, maybe you would. You would enjoy um, Enderly, and so it was like a maybe mile and a half walk yeah. um, from where I was staying at the time, and uh, walked in there, and I'm 
sure they were looking at me like, who the heck is this dude snooping around? I honestly, like, it probably was super creepy when I walked in there because I... But I, if you think about the like what the culture is like at Enderly, like I wouldn't even think anything of it. I'd be yeah. like, oh, it's just another neighborhood person. Like, yeah. And well, they know they had never seen me. That's true. And you so, definitely know when there's a new face. Yeah. Right. We'll right. talk about that. Right. Definitely. And I was like checking out the the Enderly sweaters and <laughs> shirts and stuff. <laughs> stuff the merch. On, yeah, the merch. The stuff was on sale. So I was like, bro, how long is this place being here to be stuff on sale? <laughs> um, but That's it a good was. Thought. Yeah, and it was it was just a, a, a dope, dope spot to be at. Um, they'd be checking out. And at the time was the, the homie James was in there mm. and was just like James. He uh yeah. Love him. Yeah. And so yeah, walked into Enderly and I was like, Oh, I do wanna work here. Mm. I do wanna work here. And so I just kinda Did like, you just keep showing up? Like what how did you get from walking in customer looking at sweatshirts to behind the counter? Pouring drinks. I manipulated them. Oh. But now, like, (laughs) (laughs) they... Tony, are you listening? (laughs) Right. And I was like, I was talking to James. I was like, yo, bro, like, are y'all, like, hiring? Hmm. And he was like, like, of course, like, if you know James, kind of, bro, we just, like, (laughs) yeah, like, we are, but, like, we're just kind of, like, trying to look for the right dude. And honestly, me and James clicked immediately. Yeah, and we end up great. hanging out that whole day. Oh, okay, cool. And I didn't like, know that. Yeah, and like me and James are kind of the same in this sense of like, like, bro, we're not hanging out with nobody on the first day. Yeah, like it's kind of like you gotta like earn the right. Yeah, like mm. to be in my space. But like he took me to he took me to Queen City Grounds. He took me to nice. all these other coffee shops, and I was like, oh snap, that's like, cool. They got a scene here. Mm. Um, and I was like, I would definitely want to be a part, and. and uh, and I honestly, I went with him to they had. Well, yeah, that's, that skips. But <laughs> still, like he uh, showed me around. I guess he talked to Tony. Tony was like, all right, cool. We'll, we'll try you out. 30 day evaluation. Let's catch it people up real quick. Yeah. So James was one of the very first baristas at Enderly Coffee. And Tony is the owner of yes. Enderly. And if if those uh, those who are listening have either don't live in Charlotte or haven't been to the coffee shop. This is a guy who owned a house in a neighborhood in Charlotte called Enderly Park. And he decided to, as he sips his coffee, I love it. Good sound effects. And so he started roasting beans in his backyard and that became a little bit of a bigger production. And then he started selling them. And I know I'll speak on behalf of Tony because he's told me this, but like, he always wanted a brick and mortar and he always said it would it would be in the neighborhood. He's like, I will not build a building or open a business anywhere else. And sure enough, that came to fruition mm-hmm. a little over a year ago. And there's oh my God, I'm gonna keep talking. If you follow Enderly Coffee on Instagram, there's an entire series right now telling the story of the coffee shop from start to finish. And it's been so cool. And I'll I'll share that on my my Instagram later, but just for those of y'all. Yeah. Anyway, side note. Okay, so 30-day trial. Spoiler alert, you probably passed because you're still there. Yeah. But tell us still all that was. I haven't had my evaluation, Tony. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess I'm not fired, so I guess I passed. What was it like going from just like, oh, I've bagged coffee and rang people up to like pouring shots, steaming milk, pouring lattes, all that fun stuff? Um, Man, learning how to swim. Mm. So it was like, of course, I mean, fun fact, I can't swim. 
but <laughs> it's the same thing, like, um, being kind of put in a place where, like, you want to do it, but all you've done is watched. Mm. And so um, they were super, like, patient with me and mm. teaching me how to steam. And, like, that took some time because I frothed every single frothed yeah like <laughs> that's a good word yeah just I, everything was like foamy mm. and so you got was, too much microphone <laughs> right and i was like yo like this ain't no mind but yeah. trying to make cappuccinos all the day all day <laughs> all day more foam please yeah and so it was cool though um it I really see. being a barista is harder than people think yeah like, I think people just think, you know why? It's because of Starbucks and yes. Caribou and all these, like, push a button and let everything happen. Yep. Like, if you're a human making craft coffee, third wave coffee, as we should say, like, yeah. it, it takes skill. And yeah. there's science behind it. And people should appreciate that. Yeah. Tip and your baristas, people. Please. <laughs> um, we hungry. But, like, for real, like, it's, it's uh, cause you, and also there's a hosting aspect. Yeah. Like, there mm, is, like. That's the, a good point. To, like, think through, like. I'm steaming your cup of coffee, but having to make sure that you don't feel disengaged or disconnected from me mm. or that, or just like, I don't want you to feel ignored. Yeah. Like, so while I'm making three drinks, I have to say hello to you. Um, like in a sense, I have to treat you like it's my house. Yeah. And so, um, can we dig into that a little bit? Yeah. So is that something like, I want to hear more about that because there's, there's something that people, feel and experience in coffee shops that only exist in some and don't exist in others. And mm. I think we all as humans choose our spots for coffee based on what is most important to us. And if, if mm. it's convenience, then maybe it's the chains that are on every corner that you can order online and it's ready for you when you pick up or it's based on vibe or it's based on Wi-Fi or <laughs> the number of outlets per square footage, you know, like all those so things. For me personally, Enderly is my favorite in Charlotte strictly because of the amount of time you guys spend to get to know your customers. So will you tell me more about like maybe what surprised you when you started working at Enderly of like that culture and then how you have evolved and ebbed or I guess like added to that as well? Um, I hope I've added to it, but like from watching Tony interact, um, I've I don't know if people have like caught that I've like taking taking little things from him. Mm. Like while he's making drinks, he's like, "Oh, like what can I get started for you today?" Yeah. Um and, and so like watching Tony's like taught me how to like kind of host um mm. customers like people that I don't know. Yeah. Um and like just to throw it out there, dude, I'm extremely introverted. Yeah. Um and so with that being the case, like mm. I don't know how to host anybody because I don't want to host <laughs> anybody. Um, You're like, can I not talk to people? Yeah, is there a way to serve them without interacting? Mm. Impossible. Um, <laughs> Said me never. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, man, how do I like, how do I do that? And really just watching Tony, man, and like taking their name, mm -hmm. um, taking their name, asking yes how their morning's going but what's their plan for the day yeah um mm. and, and like what is like like if they say oh i have like really nothing going on and then like finding ways to dig into like nothing going on mm. um and so at first i must admit i felt it felt it felt good but it also felt like i was like man how do you continue to let that be like a genuine interaction yeah. every single time 
Um, and like so, not go on autopilot, essentially. Yeah, yeah, which is also hard to do. Yeah. Because like. Especially if you got up early and you're towards the end of your shift. Yeah, you yeah. Got, I got up at like 6 a.m. I got up <laughs> at like 5.30 to be there at 6 a.m. Right. Start the shop at 7. Right. And it's 1.45. Ready, set, go. And you've talked to so many people, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's it's just been, but it has been like a, a joy of mine to learn that part of like myself. And so like customers probably don't know that, but like mm. they've at least helped me grow in my interaction just with people. Yeah. And, and learning how to, like, serve them and, like, love them and, like, be there, um, all, all eyes and ears. Sorry, I totally just, like, cut you off. <laughs> Do you have an example of a time when you've practiced that, like, pushing kind of, not, like, pushing, I guess, but when you said dig in? Yeah. Do you have an example of a customer who you, like, did that to and they were, like, maybe caught off guard or or grateful or like it ended up becoming a great conversation yeah most new customers <laughs> so like they uh I, man uh i know i'm putting you on the spot so it's a girl named mariah okay that comes into the shop you met mariah yeah um she has locks really cool girl yeah I uh, we call her a plug yeah <laughs> but her first time coming in um she did not expect um just to be, like, not even to be funny. She did not expect, like, a black dude, let alone uh. a black dude, to be um, asking her mm. who she was mm. and what she was doing. Um, and so, like, to ask her, like, hey, how's it going? She was, She's super nice, but good. Yeah, well, yeah, because that, that's what we all do in America, especially yeah. in the South. It's like, hey, how are you? Great. Cool. You too? Great. Okay, bye. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, oh, it's like good, okay, cool. Like, what what do you have going on today? Mm. Um, just work, <laughs> work. Where do you work at? Oh yeah. And and then <laughs> she tells me where she works at. Okay, cool. So what do you do besides work? Because obviously you have no desire to want to talk about work right now. Right. <laughs> and so she began to tell me like mm. things that she's connected with, and that was a lot of artists in the area, creatives in the area, and like her boyfriend is a creative and doing artwork. Um, and like to get to know Mariah in seven seconds isn't always the goal. Sure. Or seven minutes isn't always the goal, but that's what happened. And now like, like I consider Mariah a sister. Like I go to see Mariah at her job sometimes. Yeah. Like, and she's at the shop all the time. Yeah. She was there today. Mm -hmm. Like she told me like stuff like this warms my heart where she's Mm. like, she's like, man, I hate when I can only spend hour mm. at a shop she was like but I gotta go to work so yeah um, and so but yeah she's honestly one of the yeah, biggest reasons why I'm still enjoying Charlotte so. yeah that's really good yeah. so what what's it like now I mean you've been there for how almost a year right mm-hmm. that February, is crazy February 1st yeah so how do you feel now and and how has the expectation or at least the reality changed for you before you just walked in and we're looking at crew neck sweatshirts. Um, Here you are a year later wearing one, managing the shop. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's a huge sigh of relief. Mm. Like, um, it's such a, like a breathable space. Yeah. Um, while like for the first good part of it, you, you're trying to kind of catch your footing and, yeah. um, and, and figure out how you're going, how you're going to be here. Um, and I think it was like, Maybe November is when I really, like, I kind of just looked up and was like, oh, like, I'm 
comfortable here. Mm. Like that's important. Yeah, like I'm comfortable at Enderley, but also like Charlotte. Like yeah. I'm comfortable here. I feel like I can build here. Yeah. Um, and like I love the people that I work with, like the people that I'm connected to here, and, and so, um, yeah, I, I was definitely say huge just sigh of relief, um, where I don't feel like I'm, like trying to get to know <laughs> um, the air that I'm in. So, yeah. And I think, too, the fact that you, and I'm sure everyone can relate to this, like you got yourself a job that was very different than what your personality tends to maybe gravitate towards or want to do. Yeah. And to see you now being comfortable, like that's huge because – usually people would be like, I hate this job. Like it makes me be extrovert and I'm an extreme introvert. So therefore like I can't do this job, but you, you found a way to embrace it. You found a way to survive and, and thrive really. Yeah. Super humbling. Yeah. uh, My experience where I like, yeah, I'm completely outside of myself. You know, it's funny though. Some of my favorite stuff when I like go to Enderly and just post up to work like watching you interact with customers, especially if they haven't been in the shop before. Yeah. You are so, you're methodical in your conversation because I know that you're trying to be intentional, but I think people, and you're quiet, and there's usually like amazing like hip hop playing. So yeah. that's kind of battling. You've got the grinder of the espresso grinder, you know, and then you've got Kobe behind the counter like, hey, what's up? You know, yeah. and then someone, either like won't hear you and they won't respond or they're like waiting for you to say something because they think you're going to be all like bubbly barista and you're not that at all. It's so fun to watch. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they, they get weirded out. Yeah. They, man, to, (laughs) to have a, like even, I guess in the voice that I'm talking now Mm -hmm. and just like not be like, Hey, how's it going? And I'm just like, Hey, yeah, this is literally how you talk all the time. Behind the counter with all the noise. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? What's going on? (laughs) So, yeah. Like, what can I get started for you? They're so confused by the fact that you're nice and intentional, but without, like, the big cheesy smile and aggressive mannerisms. Yeah. Like someone like me would have. (laughs) I I feel bad for, like, the the extrovert that comes in. It wants me to match their energy. (laughs) Hello, yeah, but you, me, we, uh, you know me. I know that's true. So it's like it's completely unfair because <laughs> yeah. if they come behind you and they expect, mm. yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh man, like they'll come in and you're like, hey, what's up, Cobes? <laughs> and now they feel like they can come up to me and say, uh, what's up, Cobes? And it's like <laughs> I'm thrown off. You're not gonna match that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what's up? You're good. And it's <laughs> okay. like, oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I need. I was like, either I need to figure out how to like, in, a, in an introvert way, give them max energy. Something, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Well, you just give them a good cup of coffee. Yeah, they should be all right. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that does the trick. Yeah. So yeah. what? Um, as we wrap up, like, what? If anything, like, what's one thing you want to leave people with that you want them to know about Enderly? Because I want to give them some love. And when we think about like the malaprop theme of you leaving Raleigh to come to Charlotte, having expectations of what you thought life was going to be like and, like, what it's like now. Um, any, like, last thoughts on those two things? Um, I'm going to just share a interaction I had today. Okay. With a brother and sister that comes in, been coming in for a good, like, month or so. Okay. Um, as 
super encouraging to me because uh, she, in the area, I guess she she lives in, it's just like, it's not the most positive space, I guess. Okay. And so, in the goal, and the goal of what what I try to do on a day to day basis is to make Enderly as positive, as peaceful, as like enjoyable as possible. Mm-hmm. She like sat at my counter today and was just like, she was telling me she just kind of she kind of going through somewhat of a day, um, and she was like, I, she was like, man, I love coming in here because she was like, you just seem like a she was like you just seem like a super peaceful person, mm-hmm. and like. It's just so peaceful in here. Like, it's such a positive space in here. She was like, and I, like, I feel like I can come in here Mm. and, like, and just sit down. Like, retreat almost. Yeah. And so I was like, man, like, I mean, I don't cry or anything, (laughs) but it was a super, like. Moving. Moving Mm. and encouraging thing for someone to just say that's been only coming in for a month. Mm. Um, And, like, they just wanted to, they wanted to know, like, they wanted to know about me because of it. Yeah. Yeah. and they were like, like, cause she said, man, like we, like when I came in, I didn't know what to expect. So I, she was like, I didn't have plans to come in second time, hmm. but now they, they, they come yeah. every day, if not every other day. That's really cool. And so like to, yeah, to just big up Enderly in a sense, like, man, we definitely strive and try our hardest to make it a super positive space. Like, like for everyone. It like does my soul good to go there no yeah. matter what time of day. Or what the occasion I will, it's whether I'm by myself and don't know anyone in the shop or I walk in and like all my friends are there just by happenstance. <laughs> yeah. That's when you know you're a regular, I guess. Man, yo, <laughs> it, it is like a super cool thing. It takes a ton of pressure off of me to know that we've built a community. Yeah. To like when you come in, I can stay with my introverted self behind the bar and like you'll come in and someone will scream out Tayflow. <laughs> from the like like from the mountaintop <laughs> and just like everybody's connected and yeah. like the people who are new are like for some reason just feels is, is like immediately welcome yeah and i think it's because of that yeah and so super grateful for like the people that come all the time and to make it like easy yeah so Huga, that's very Huga. Oh, that's, that's their tagline crazy. easy that wasn't on purpose uh. but on purpose <laughs> Um, and I would say too, like, I know this is a lot about Charlotte coffee shops, but anyone who's listening, like there is some very wonderful thing about a coffee shop that can create community, like you mentioned, and a retreat or, and you should be able to tell that it can create that based on the people behind the counter. Yeah. Not every business is like that and not every coffee shop is like that. And like, I have a coworker that I work with who goes to a Starbucks in Tampa. They know her by name. They celebrate with her with like races that she does or like recruitment efforts that she does with work. Like, I mean, she's all over their social media. They like gave her a customer award. Like she is a part of that community and that like, and that is her, that's her place. Yeah, that's so You exciting, know, it's though. just like really fun when you can have a place that you know people are going to know your name. Yeah, everybody needs support. Yeah. And I think, yeah. To be able to do that is like, that's the goal. I love it. All right. So let's talk about you for a few minutes because we're running out of time. Um, Tell everybody like where they can find you on social. Tell them about your other gig that you do in the music world. um, All that stuff. Yeah. So I am an artist who I try to do as much music as I possibly can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah. My Instagram is like nah, it's the Kobe. 
which is like also another thing off of nah, no cream and sugar. Love it. So um, that's yeah. a, a nah N A H. Just want to make sure people know yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, N A H. Um, so nah, nah is no cream and sugar, and nah is to Kobe. Those are my like Instagrams and stuff. So, but yeah, music is like a love of mine, and so I do that on the side. And uh, and you're on Spotify, yeah, right? On, yeah, I'm on Spotify. I'm on like yeah. everything, like everything that you listen to music to, including yeah. SoundCloud. So if you're a SoundCloud user use it i'm there but isn't it funny that like nobody talks about soundcloud until you like put something on soundcloud exactly it's so weird Weird. but that's like a platform for so many people for a lot of people yeah yeah anyways yeah cool cool all right so i'm gonna leave us with a malaprop of the day and i picked one out that is very relevant to to you um if i ever come to enderly and order Decapitated coffee. Tell me to get out. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I'm trying to say? No. (laughs) What is decapitated? Decaffeinated. Oh, my gosh. Get it? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Your face was so... I was like, decapitated coffee? Oh. I'm with it, though. You get what I mean, though. Yes, definitely kicking you out. Can I get a decapitated latte, please? No. No foam? No foam. (laughs) No foam. You like? Do you want cream and sugar? Nah, nah. no cream or sugar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks so much for being on. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs>